Good evening, folks. Welcome to Builders Problem Solved. Hope I'm finding you exceptionally well this uh, Wednesday evening. Don't know why I needed to think about that. We do always do this on a Wednesday, but uh, just sometimes I get confused. So please forgive me for my confusion sometimes. And yes, I just happened to be in the high vis. I didn't even get changed before I started doing this. I've been helping out a couple of mates just in the last little while. One um, put a uh, a roofing screw through a cable, electrical cable, and electrified his whole roof of the house. So um, sorted that out. And then a much more interesting project, a uh, friend of mine who um, we do a lot of stand-up paddling together is, well, inventing, um, creating a prototype for a Chinese company, funnily enough, a stand-up paddleboard with an electric motor on it and a remote control on the paddle. So it whizzes along at a, about 18 kilometres an hour or something like that, and it's got a big battery in that he sunk into the board and he got me to do all of the soldering because apparently I'm a champion at soldering. So I did all of the soldering and uh, this this is my soldering jumper. It's a beauty. So uh, what we're up to is yet another Q&A and the purpose of Builders Problem Solved is um, to solve problems, generally one at a time. And I say that uh, with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek because uh, uh, we get quite a few questions and I, I endeavour to put them under an umbrella so I can answer one or answer a number by answering one question. Um, and last week there was one question that I'd started with and I the whole half hour <laughs> went on answering that one question. But you can't accuse me of not giving detail. So, um, you know, I want to make sure I give you as much value as possible. So as we're going through here, um, if you're watching live and uh, uh, anything I say confuses you and, and causes you to have more questions than I'm answering, please pop your questions in the comment section. If you are out there watching live, because sometimes I can see people, to, the system tells me who's watching and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, if you're watching, please say day so I know that you're out there and uh, watching. And as I said, if you've got any questions at all um, that come up through the uh, Builders Problem Solved show, you just pop them in the uh the comment section, and we'll get into it. I'll endeavour to answer them as well. So let's get started. I've got a, a few questions that I need to get through tonight. Um, hopefully I will at least double my performance of last week and, <laughs> and answer two, maybe even more. We'll see how we go. Um, there has been a couple of questions uh, that, fall under this umbrella and there's been some comments in both Builders in a Circle and Builders Business Black Belt, uh, the BBB members group, which is the secret group for our Builders Business Black Belt members. And the comments and the questions have been, been 
around, and they use this terminology, um, un- being under the pump. And one particular question was basically saying, I'm constantly under the pump, uh, and it just seems to be getting worse. What are your suggestions? And uh, one of our Black Belt members wrote that the other day and I put some stupid comments in there saying, uh, um, what is this pump you speak of? What does it pump and what are you doing underneath it? It's just one of those bizarre sayings. I don't know where it came from, under the pump. I know I've used it and I know many people have used it, but it's just a really weird saying. Uh, Dean is watching. Angus says g'day as well. Hi, chaps. You know each other. I don't need to introduce you. <laughs> you, you know each other very well. So um, what are my suggestions for being able to get out from underneath the pump, let's say? I have some degree of experience in this area because uh, around 27 years ago, one of the first things that I started to teach because I had learned it at a very deep level by attending a particular full eight-hour, one-day seminar about effectiveness, I think 14 times in a row. It was on every month, and I went went 14 times in a row. So I, I started to uh, started to understand what was in there. Uh, Bredo's joined us as well. He says, uh, best make hay when the sun shines. <laughs> so this, this welcome to the uh, Cliché Club uh, with Bretto J. McKenzie. Um. So, yes, I was uh, learning this stuff and, and uh, I guess I had such a, a grasp on it that the company asked me to teach it. So I got flown around the country and I was on about, I don't know, half a dozen planes a, a week flying around the country teaching this time management philosophy, the tools, the techniques and, and so forth. And over the last 27 years, a lot of that has obviously stayed with me, but there are some very, very cool things that have been learnt in the interim, and I'll share as many of those with you this evening as I can. So the devil here, uh, with constantly feeling like you're under pressure, is simply the absence of quality planning, okay? Now, I think for the most part, speaking to a lot of builders, observing a lot of builders, um, they're, they're, they're amazing at reading plans, um, not so great at creating them. And I think particularly when it comes to building your business and managing your business, the plan to do so is probably not even written. The long-term plan probably isn't, and the day-to-day plan more often than not isn't as well. So generally what I see is, is people kind of get up early and, and throw down a coffee or whatever they do and then get into it, thinking that the, the, the best way to get everything that I want to get done done is to just get into it and, and start doing it. And that's not the best way of doing it. The best way is to create a quality plan first. And you've heard me quote, I think it was Abraham Lincoln, Um, I didn't know him personally, but I believe he was quoted to have said, if I've got eight hours to chop down the tree, I'm going to spend seven hours sharpening my axe. And 
that makes sense. And 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 you know, the the trades people out there know that it is easier and you get a better quality outcome when the tools you're using, whether they're hand tools or power tools, are really, really well maintained and sharp. You always get a better finish. You always get a better job, and it's faster. And the same philosophy needs to be applied to your day. And so the devil is the absence of quality planning. So what is quality planning? Well, number one, a quality plan isn't just in your head. A quality plan must be written. So you need, for the people listening, just listening and not seeing this, I'm holding up a pad, you need one of these, something to write on or you know, this day and age, there's some pretty cool apps that are on your phone and so forth. And I used to be a massive proponent of um, the uh, the paper-based diaries, and I still believe for most people they are the best solution rather than digital because there's a lot of um, psychology, I think, that is assisted by having a paper-based system versus a digital system where it kind of does stuff and moves stuff around for you. There's something magic in, in writing down, and I've done that for years and years and years and years. But it needs to be written. So it needs to be written. It needs to have both work and personal stuff on the list. Now, why does it need to have both work and personal? If you're watching live, you might want to answer that question. Why would a list for the day need to be written? But also, why would you need to? Ha- why would that list need to contain both work and personal activities? Nothing's coming through, but that could just be the delay on Facebook. <laughs> so I'll just tell you. And the, the reason that you you really should have uh, both on your list, not necessarily uh, in the same list, I would have them separated, but you need to be listing professional stuff as well as personal stuff because it creates a balance and it's it's really important to, to be working on yourself every day, giving yourself uh, or working in your personal life as well as your professional life. Most people um, have, have a massive commitment to what they do in the professional area, so the work work always takes precedent over themselves, sometimes over their family life and, and sometimes over their uh, social life as well and definitely over the, the time that should be put aside to be working on ourselves, our thought processes, uh, our skills and so forth. So it's really important to have all of those things every day on your list. And I can hear people yelling in the background, metaphorically speaking, that but if I did that, you know, I wouldn't get everything done. What people don't understand is... Um, that when you have a more balanced approach to it, you will get more done. It's it's a crazy, um, strange. Uh, what's the word I'm struggling for? Um, it'll come to me just after we've finished the show. <laughs> but, but it's counterintuitive was the words that I was looking for. This is counterintuitive where you, um, you, you feel 
that working hard and just getting head down, bum up and going for it is the best way to get a lot done. But the absolute opposite is true. The best way of getting things done is, number one, having a quality plan plan that's written. It's got personal and professional stuff in it. And every event on your list at the start of the day needs to have a priority uh, next to it rather than just starting at the top or doing what you feel like doing. That's also a trap. Um, just quickly reading a comment, um, who said that Bretto said, when you write, uh, your program down, you memorize it so much better and can refer back to your notes to achieve the day's goals. Absolutely right. And that's that little magical thing that happens when, when you write things down. Um, Someone, Angus, has said, what do you suggest if you regularly don't finish all of the tasks? Um, change your expectations. Now, I'll, I'll come back to answer that question in a minute So, um, because that's a great question. But let me just finish this. It's the absence of quality planning. Quality planning is written, uh, personal and professional, and have a priority next to each of the activities and to put proper priorities next to each of the actions on your list. The only way you can do that is have goals. You've got to have written goals to make this happen because you can't have quality planning without clear, understood, written goals. Because how do you know what's most important out of your list of things to do if you can't have some form of direct connection between that activity and some big picture, really super important objective you're trying to accomplish? I think what most people do is that they get confused between important and urgent because urgent is an emotion. And we get pushed around by emotion like you wouldn't believe. We, we, in an attempt to stay sane, we try and rationalise that we're making these decisions consciously, but you're not. You're being pushed around by emotion. And it's super important to understand the difference between something that is vital and something that is urgent. If there is an activity that has both of those things, Stephen Covey in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People in his Time Management Matrix says that is a crisis. It is both important and it has a sense of urgency about it. So those things get taken care of. That gets your notice. But then there are a ton of things that uh, he calls quadrant three activities. So crisis are quadrant one activities. Uh, but there's a bunch of things that you all would be uh, be being pushed around by every day that are quadrant three activities, and they don't really have much impact at all on our big goals that we really, really want for our business. So they 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 have a great sense of urgency, so they get done. They get our attention because they have an emotion attached to them, and generally that emotion is created through repetition. So somebody's asked you over and over and over and over and over to do this thing, even though this thing isn't very important, but through repetition it causes a sense, an emotion of urgency in your body and it gets taken care of. It could be somebody's angry, so the, the person screaming the loudest gets your attention. So 
that gets done as well. But again, that thing may not be important. It may just be urgent. And there is a ton of Quadrant 3 activities in all of your days every day. So you need to step back and have a quality plan to make sure you're not wasting your time on these Quadrant 3 activities. The other thing with the plan is you've got to make sure you have in your plan things like uh, things that are called quadrant two activities. And again, in, in the time management matrix by Stephen Covey, he talks about quadrant two being activities that are not urgent. There's no sense of urgent urgency, but they are very, very important. So from a builder's business black belt point of view, what I'm constantly rabbiting on about to our members is you've got to be posting content, quality content, following the the uh, processes and the templates and guides that we provide our members with to make sure it's impactful content, but it doesn't create any immediate benefit. So we don't really have the emotion of urgency to get us to do it. Okay. So it generally doesn't get done. Those things need to end up on your plan and they need to be prioritized so you can see the direct connection of the benefit that you'll get by achieving this long-term goal of perhaps having a very measurable, very reliable marketing system in your business, but you've had to build the foundations for quite some time in the beginning with no reward. And that is putting out quality content in a very intelligent way, which is part of the process that we teach in Black Belt. That's a quadrant two activity. It has no um, uh, urgency attached to it, but it needs to be done. Uh, for, for some people, going to the gym is like that. We know, or, or doing some for, form of exercise, it doesn't have to be a gym, but doing some form of regular exercise, we know is important. But again, it gets pushed to the back of the bus all of the time when we've got work, work to do. So the secret is to create a quality plan that's written, that has both work and personal and has priorities attached to each event, and those priorities are decided upon based on the connection of each event to your major, major goals, okay? And uh, there's there's another, I don't remember the exact quote, but Stephen Covey would always say that most people prioritise their schedule, but the smart people schedule their priorities, so what's the difference between the two? What he's saying is most people have a list of things to do and they think that they are improving their effectiveness by putting priorities next to those actions on the list. But most of the time the list is made up of just stuff. It's not important stuff, yet they're trying to put it in some order of priority. He said the secret is, and the smart people schedule their priorities. So what do you need to know to be able to do that? You need to know what your priorities are. Your priorities are the activities that are directly connected to the really super important goals that you want to achieve, and they need to be scheduled. Do you see the difference? Don't bother trying to prioritize your schedule. What you need to do is schedule your priorities, and that is making sure that those priorities are being put in your day at certain times, um, on certain days, 
and you can get really uh, effective with that, figuring out what's the best time of day to do those sort, sorts of activities. So that's uh, really, really important. And, and if you have a red-hot crack at the title with this, if you have a really red-hot go with this, and I'm happy to answer anybody's questions anytime about this in Builders in a Circle. If you've got a question about how to do any of this, you know, I, I can talk underwater with a mouthful of rocks for seven days about this. It's I, I have a passion for it. Uh, it the, the absence of these skills and this understanding for most people creates so much pain in both their, both their personal and professional life, and it doesn't need to happen. There are mindset shifts and there are tools and there are techniques that you can implement and it will eliminate a lot of the pain that you feel all of the time. Um, I don't believe it's difficult to increase your effectiveness by somewhere around 400%. That sounds like a big claim, uh, but I've just seen it happen so often that there is 75 to 80% of most people's day is invested, or it's not invested, it's spent in things that aren't really connected to super important goals and objectives. It's just stuff. And they are so busy being busy, they never get the time, quote unquote, for the people on the uh, just the audio, I'm using air quotes there. Um, they never get the time because they're so busy to do the goal setting and do the quality planning. And it's this catch-22. If you don't do it, you just get busier and busier, really not achieving much. Uh, so at some stage, you've just got to plant your flag in the sand and go, stop, I'm creating some goals and I'm every day I'm going to create a quality plan. And as I said, if you need any help with that, I'm here to uh, to support you with that sort of stuff. Now, um, I need to go back here on the comments. Uh, we've read out that one from Bretto. Uh, that's right, Angus said, what, what do you suggest if you regularly don't finish all of the tasks? Um, it's, it's, it's a... Very, very common question, and it, it's a little bit of a tricky one to answer from the perspective that a lot of the times the things that you're not finishing, you're uh, putting on your list day after day after day, and after a while it just does your head in. So it puts you in a bad place. It puts you in a place of frustration and a sense of feeling out of control. So here's what I suggest is there is a process that we, we um, uh, attach to uh, one of our builders' business black belt processes called the personal success ritual. So the personal success ritual is a four-step process that we ask everybody to do first thing of the morning. As soon as you wake up, you get a little bit of motivation into you, and that's by way of a video or something like that, but it puts you in a different frame of mind. Then we spend a minute doing a thing called a dream catcher or a 60-second success system, and that is stretching your imagination and chipping away at our self-imposed limitations. 
And then the third part of it, and again with a stopwatch, we spend either three or five minutes with our goals. And we could be either be writing goals or we could be unpacking goals and figuring out what are the actions that we need to accomplish to achieve these goals. Or it could be just spending two, three, four, five minutes with your goals, reading them, visualising them, that sort of stuff. But it's so important to spend time with your goals every single day because your input determines your output. If you don't believe me, look up Zig Ziglar. He'll tell you the story. Your input determines your output. And then the fourth step of our personal success ritual um, is what's called the prioritised daily action list or a set square Pete uh, relabeled it the PADAL. (laughs) Most people didn't know what that was. So it's the prioritised daily action list. Okay, and um, how you create your prioritised daily action list, and this is super important. We've already covered the the last bit of it, which is the written, which is the uh, personal and uh, professional, and then the priorities. But what I didn't tell you is when you're creating the list of things that you want to get done today, you need to take into account the time available to do it. And this is the key to what Angus is talking about. If you don't regularly finish all your tasks, it's putting you in a bad space. Now, all time management is, is it, it's, it's an emotional thing. It's not about getting stuff done. It's more about how you feel. Because here's the thing. When you feel good, you do good. And when you do good, you feel good. Okay, so what you need to do to start with is start to feel good, not to do good, because you have control over how you feel, believe it or not. But if you keep trying to feel good about not finishing all your tasks, it's never going to happen. So you just, um, you need to start to feel good, okay? And, and, And how you do that is by figuring out what are all my time-bound obligations. So what are my appointments and meetings and travel time and so forth? And then build a list that will fit in the gaps. So it's really important to know what your schedule of time-bound events are every day. So if you're going to be working eight hours or if you're going to be working 10 hours, that's another important point that you absolutely must have a finish time. And if you don't get the stuff finished by your finish time, you need to leave and go on to the next thing, which might be a social thing, it might be a personal thing. And, and you know, so many people disagree with me in this. They'll, they'll go, no way, I couldn't do that. I know, I know you couldn't. But it is absolutely the answer. As soon as you start putting uh, deadlines on your actions and on your day and on your activities – you will get more done in less time, and it's as simple as that. So uh, if you're going to be working eight hours for the day, for instance, and you've got five hours worth of meetings and time-bound obligations, appointments and so forth, and maybe travel or whatever it might be, uh, you've only got three hours left out of your eight hours. So there is no point building a list that is six or seven or eight hours long because all it is is going to be a, 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 a 
baseball bat that you can bash yourself around the head with. That's all your list is. So you won't get it finished and you'll feel bad and then you'll be in a worse spot tomorrow. Here we go again, here we go again, and you end up going down and down and down this negative spiral. What you need to be doing is changing the objective and instead of thinking I need to get it all done, what you need to do is my one objective with with my my activities today is to accomplish and finish the most important things I could have. Not everything, because that expectation is setting yourself up for failure. You know, unless you wear your undies on the outside of your tights and get changed in a in a phone box, some sort of superhero, uh, you can't get everything done because of Parkinson's law. The more time you give it, the more stuff will 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 present itself. So what you need to do is start off with a very definitive list. And yes, things will come in uh, during the day, but if you prioritise effectively, you'll be able to look at that the new thing that's come in and weigh it up against the next most important thing on your list and decide whether to stick with your list or go with this this other thing that, that was unexpected. But the secret is by looking at the consequences of not doing things, you start to get very clear on um, which is more important. And if you've simply got a goal to have completed the most important things you could have by the end of the day, you can be successful every day. And, I, and I'll guarantee you, if you begin to do this, you will feel more and more in control every day, bit by bit. And guess what happens when you start to feel more in control? You get more done. When you get more done, you feel more confident. You feel more control, which means you'll get more done more of the important things in any case so um, I hope that answers that question uh, for you Angus um, Dean Mance said that's what he was going to say I'm not sure you meant that might have been Angus's question um, let me just read this out and see if I can make it make sense uh, Angus uh, my beliefs would be setting realistic goals set for the day's work. Any more work achieved for the day is a bonus, uh, but a quality day's workmanship is far better than being ahead of schedule, quoted time, and a chance of callbacks or negative feedback. So that's a that's a good suggestion there, and it kind of goes along the lines of what I was uh, saying. So that's um, excellent. Thank you for those comments. Wayno Richmond Tigers says about time. You can't make time. You can't save time. You can't store it in a jar. Absolutely. Time is irrelevant. It's all about our choices. In fact, um, I've been asked this many, many times because all I used to do was time management and people would say, you know, what's the one thing that, that, you know, you can teach us that would make the biggest difference? And basically what they're saying is we really haven't got time to listen to your crap. Can you just get to the point and give us the one thing? And there really isn't one thing. But I think that there is something that when you change, it begins to change everything else around it, and that is your language. And so what Wayne was saying is you can't make time. So people say, oh, well, I didn't make time to do that. Well, you can't make time. Um, if I do this, it'll save time. Well, no, it doesn't because you can't save time. You can't speed time up. You can't slow it down. You can't, can't save it in a jar, as Wayne says, to use it later. Time is irrelevant. It goes 
around and around and around every day and everyone's got exactly the same amount. But isn't it funny that some people can get absolutely truckloads done in that same, you know, circle of time where the next person just gets nothing done and is really frustrated and stressed out. So um, here's the thing. Change your language. Don't keep saying, and particularly the voice in your head, I don't have time for that. I didn't have time for that. I won't have time for that. Just get the word time out of your vocabulary and start saying this, I chose not to do that and I chose to do this. I'm choosing to do this and I'm choosing not to do that. I'll guarantee you, if you have the balls to start to speak to other people this way and yourself, you won't be able to stand it. Very few people have the balls to be able to tell the truth. And the truth is that we choose. It's not about time. It can't be about time. It's never about time. It's about choice. And so start to tell yourself the truth. Start to tell other people the truth. I'm choosing not to do this because I'm choosing to do something else. And as soon as you start to do that, you start to think of the consequences of your choices. And it's very easy to give away control, which is what you do every time you make up a bullshit excuse where you say, I'm sorry, I didn't get time to do that. The truth is you chose not to do it. So how about you man up and tell the person that you chose not to do it rather than I ran out of time or I didn't get time to do it because it's just bullshit. And the sooner you can uh, tell the truth, the sooner it starts to change your choices and responses. Uh, and when that happens, the results start to change. So I hope that has been helpful. As I read across, Angus says, thanks, very helpful. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Dean Mant says, doing the PSR makes you feel in control. Absolutely. Um. Ben says, no such word as can't, it's I just don't want to. <laughs> That's exactly right. And how many people give away control by saying, oh, no, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I, I can't do that. And the truth is you don't want to do it. You don't want to take responsibility for the consequences. So you, you give away control. You make some bullshit excuse and blame time. Uh, or all of this other stuff, you know. And, and from a customer service point of view, I would say to everybody out there watching this live or if uh, you're watching the replay or listening to the audio, that stop doing that when you're talking to your customers, right? Don't tell them what you can't do. Always tell them what you can do and don't give away control and blame time, and please don't tell people that you're busy. Sorry, mate, we couldn't make it because we were busy. Because all you're saying is you are not valuable to me. That's that's a subliminal conversation you're having with somebody when you say, sorry, mate, I, I got busy. You're basically telling them, and they get this, they don't get it at a conscious level, but it's definitely a withdrawal in the emotional bank account that they feel that, that they are 
not valued by you when you say, sorry, I got busy or I got caught up or all of these sorts of things. So, and I just noticed that someone said that. <laughs> Brett said, I get caught up talking to Wayne and Lizzy. Well, I mean, who doesn't do that if they're in the in the area? Who doesn't get caught up talking with them? At Mitre 10. What's Wayno doing in Mitre 10 anyway? Like, I've thought his credit card got taken off him. But anyhow, that's a whole nother story. So I hope this has been valuable. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't accomplish my objective, I was going to double my productivity, my output from last week and answer more than one question, and I didn't. I spent the whole 36 minutes so far um, on on answering one question, but I, I sure hope it was valuable. Um, if you've got any questions about this uh, after we finish the show, pop them in the comments section. You can reach out to me uh, through Builders in a Circle or um, Facebook Messenger or however you want to, and I'm more than happy to answer any questions about this to, to help you get control back and help you learn what you need to do to get more done. So if this has been helpful, let us know. Uh, also, send through your questions, even though I'm getting through them really slowly at this rate. Please send through your questions anyway, um, and, and I'd love to get the opportunity to answer them on the show. If you've got other builders or other sub-trades who you feel would get value out of uh, being exposed to this sort of stuff, invite them across into Builders in a Circle. It's free, um, and, and there's a ton of cool people and a ton of um, cool resources that you can get access to in uh, Builders in a Circle. So ring around and say, hey, get over here and stop your whinging and stop your blaming and complaining and we'll set you right. <laughs> we'll give you an ass kicking over here in Builders in a Circle. Be good fun. So uh, Bretto says, that's gold. Thank you very much. Great advice. Mickey boy, that would be from Wayne o. Richard, uh, Richmond Tigers. Uh, Dean says, very helpful. Ben says, hey, Brownie. So you must be talking to Mark Brown. Um, so they're having a little side conversation while I'm doing this, but that's okay. All right, folks, that's it for this edition of Builders Problems Solved. Uh, I hope it was valuable. Send your questions through. Love to answer them. Any comments here? Um, and uh, I will get stuck into them when I get the opportunity to do so. All right, talk to you again next week on another episode of Builders Problem Solves. That is it, Mick Hall's Builders Business Black Belt. Bye for now. (laughs) 